Welcome, travelers. Welcome to season one, episode two. On today's podcast, discover how to increase the magic of your Disney vacation with a Run Disney event. This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I'm your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Moraine Sedai, Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rolled into one. I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Join me t- joining me today is my good friend, Amy Krause. She is the queen of theme park vacations, especially Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Adventures by Disney, Disney Cruise Line, and Universal Parks and Resorts. Amy is an expert in planning for all different types of families, including multi-generational families. We both are travel advisors with Reach for the Magic Destinations. Let's face it, you don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We are there to supply advice, guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Amy, do you know what I love about podcasts? What do you love about podcasts, Douglas? (laughs) They're perfect for multitasking. I like to listen while I fold laundry or go for a long walk. Do you have something you do while listening to a podcast? I typically do it while I'm driving because that's Uh some of the few times that I'm alone. It's organized chaos in my house all the other times. So driving is when it happens for me. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you specialize with families. You have a family of your own. You have two kids, right? Yep, two kids. So, um, yeah, you. juggling everything is tough. So that makes sense that you would do it while you're driving. All right, let's get to it. What news do you have for our listeners about Disney? All right, we have a lot of exciting news happening in this last week for Disney. We are going to start off at the Disneyland Resort. So there's been a new offer that has been released. So you can save up to 25%, between 10 and 25%, depending on the hotel and depending on the room type. This is going to be most Sundays through Thursdays, April 11th through June 9th. So talk to your travel advisor about details, which room type, which hotel is best for you. And then also at the Disneyland Resort coming up, we all know Easter's coming. We have the Egg Extravaganza. 
So this is great for kids, for adults. It's super fun, but you get your own little map and you get to egg hunt all throughout the Disneyland Resort. This is happening March 31st through April 17th. It's $9.99. You get a special little map. You get all these fun stickers and you get to go through. And then at the end, you get a special prize, which is always fun. So you can get more than one map if you want more prizes. Then coming to Disney World, we have the H2O Glow Nights. Douglas, are you a fan of water parks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> these are going to be the H2O Glow Nights are at Walt Disney World in Florida at the water parks. Typhoon Lagoon is the one that is open right now. So a resort guest can actually purchase them. These went on sale yesterday, March 29th. Um, Everybody else that's not staying on site can purchase them Friday, April 1st. This is going to be every Saturday night, May 28th through August 27th. It's 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. So this is an after hours party. So the great thing about this is you are going to get all the water parks, short lines, DJs, music, dancing, and of course it's H2O glow night. So therefore you are going to be getting all the fun glow, the lights, everything. It is a super fun after hours party throughout the summer. So check it out. If this is on your list for Walt Disney world. I uh, went to a private party after hours at Typhoon Lagoon. It's really yeah. magical at night. I mean, it was, it, it was wonderful. So I totally would recommend doing that. Yes. It's so, it's so much fun. And again, if you don't, if you want to avoid the crowds and the wait times, this is a great way to enjoy that as well. So then in addition to holiday plans coming up, we have Earth Day, which is Friday, April 22nd. And if you don't know, Disney is huge on conservation. That is one of their specialties. How can we save our planet, our environment? How can we recycle? How can we take care of this beautiful earth that God has given us? So what we can do is go to Animal Kingdom. They're going to be celebrating the whole week, April 18th through April 24th. There's all these fun extra Earth Day badges for you wilderness explorers. There's special photo pass frames. There's special trading pins. And of course, my favorite is the specialty food and beverages that are going to be happening during this time. Then we go over to Aulani. And I don't know how many of you know this. Most people think about Walt Disney World. They think about Disneyland. Disney's just a theme park destination. But did you know Aulani is a Disney resort and spa in Hawaii? So no theme parks, no Space Mountain, but you can enjoy all of the amazing customer service, everything that you know and love about Disney. So there's been lots of changes coming to Hawaii, lots of changes regarding vaccine requirements, COVID, all the different changes that have continued to happen. But most the most recent update at Aulani is that no longer are face coverings require, required for outdoor guests. They are also optional for fully vaccinated guests in most of the indoor locations. And the face coverings are no longer required for guests outdoors. They are optional for fully vaccinated guests in most indoor locations, but they are still expected indoors for guests that are not fully vaccinated. So I know several people are excited about those, those changes. Then we have the amazing Disney Wish. This is Disney's newest ship coming this summer. Not only is this ship coming, but they have lots of new changes coming. So 
the first one for all the girls, all the little princesses, everybody that's so excited. We have Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique coming to the Disney Wish. Not quite yet to Walt Disney World, but it is coming to the Wish. So you can enjoy all of the dresses and the glitter and the makeup and the hairstyles. So it is super, super fun, a super great experience to be coming aboard the ship. And then they have special merchandise. So if those of you that have been on any of the other Disney ships before, the cruise merchandise is amazing, but especially for the wish, they have Judy and Burke bags. They have Pandora jewelry. I don't know about you, Douglas. I don't know if you've seen those super cute lounge fly bags, but I'm a huge fan. I, I love, uh, yeah, I, I'm addicted to lounge fly bags. Um, yep. it's horrible for my wallet. <laughs> 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 but they're so cute. I just have to, I just have to say to myself, I'm getting one, only one. And that is it. I, I you have to pick one and then I have to move on for that. I, uh, I'm not too big on a lot of souvenir shopping, but that's, that's a guilty pleasure. Yep. I agree with you. They're super cute. I'm a big fan of the Dooney and Burke, especially the little wallets and then ears. I always get ears. Ever this started a few years ago, and now I'm an I'm an ear addict. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but definitely check it out. The who's it's and what's it's galore is always fabulous aboard Disney Cruise Line. So check those out coming on the Wish. And then I am saving the best for last. I know several clients, several guests have been super excited about this. The Hoopty Do Review. Have you ever been to the Hoopty Do Review, Douglas? Decades ago. Decade. Me too. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I, remember, I just remember more than the show. I remember the food. Yes. Like the cornbread. Yes. I, yeah. Go ahead. You. Yeah, no, I was going to say the same thing. The Southern food, the fried chicken, the cornbread, the strawberry shortcake. It is amazing. But for our listeners, for those of you that do not know what the Hoopty Doo Review is, this is an amazing live show at Fort Wilderness Campground. So not at the Wilderness Lodge, but actually at the campground in Pioneer Hall. Live show, live entertainment, amazing food. So reservations, if this is on your list, reservations will start on May 26th. And the first showtime will be returning actually on June 23rd. So this is something... If it's on your list, make sure you've contacted your travel agent about it. If it's not on your list, put it on your list because it's definitely worth doing. At I was Disney World. I was uh, rather surprised that they were bringing it back because everything that Bob Chapek has been doing has been eliminating all types of entertainment, eliminating this, that, and the other thing, like um, the Polynesian Luau gone, the Muppets performing in the Magic kingdom doing their little show gone so i was like they're not gonna bring it back they're not <laughs> so i was very pleased to see that that's happening i was hopeful that it was coming and i know as it's been a you know as they continue this phased return and they're coming out of their, yeah. their you know their phased reopening it's been great to see the live shows that have come back like the frozen sing-along and beauty and the beast live on stage and now lion king is back um, so it's just, it's, to me, it's been super great. So this has been one of the ones that have topped my list to see this mm -hmm. one finally come back. So I'm hopeful for more live performances that are coming back after the announcement of this. 
Got anything else? That is it. That is my Disney travel news for you guys. Sweet. All right. So universal news. Um, We are about to enter into the time when you uh, are going to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Yay! Yay! It's huge, huge, huge for Universal. They just got through with their Mardi Gras celebration. Yes, they did. And now single day tickets are available. So, you know, folks could contact you or contact me and we'll hook them up. There's yep. 10 houses, two shows, five scare zones, select rides, not not a heck of a lot of rides, but you've got some rides there. So exactly. they're doing 43 nights, September 2nd to October 31st, 2022. And it's usually Wednesday through Monday. Um, the multi-night tickets aren't available yet. So if you want those uh, frequent fear passes, they're not available yet, but single days are available. And they start at $73.99 plus tax per person. Um, And that's where it starts. Most expensive are those October dates, which is no surprise. The closer you get to Halloween, going to get more pricey. And of course, uh, the prices vary depending on the day that you're going. So if you want to watch your pennies go during the week, go on a Wednesday instead of a Saturday. Saturdays are just Saturdays in October. Forget about it. Like it's, (laughs) it's a little more pricey. And of course, there's an increase in price over last year's prices. That's to be expected As because always. it's true yeah. of everything. I mean, yeah. you go to the supermarket and you look at pork chops and you just like, you're horrified. <laughs> it's just awful. Um, let's see. What is different this year is that no annual pass discounts are available. Are wow. going to be available. Yeah. Um, but you're getting good value because it goes from like 6.30 p.m. all the way to one or two in the morning. So you got a good range of time there. Um, Also what's available for booking are the horror tours. So if you're like me, I I don't like scary things. I don't like scary (laughs) movies. I don't like horror tour might not be for I don't want some actor looking like Freddy Krueger to come after. <laughs> Get away from me. I Oh, I just do not like it. Um, so these are behind the scenes tours. Uh, the You don't get the full lighting effects mm-hmm. uh, because it's during the day. It's usually the morning through the early afternoon. Um, there's two different types of horror tours. One is a three house tour and the other is a six house tour. Um, Will you see your favorite if you, I mean, it's good to book it now because you'll be guaranteed to get into the tour. You won't be locked out of it, but you don't know what houses they're going to be touring. So it's kind of a crapshoot that, oops, that's a, it's, it's a, it's iffy. All right. Um, you're not allowed to enter the park and wander around 
for these. So it's strictly just going into the houses and it's priced at $129.99 all the way up to $159.99. It's really great for set design fans. Uh, um, If you like uh, behind the scenes tours, um, this is going to be for you. Or if you have been so many times and you want to see something different, then this would be for you. Um, Then the other thing that's going on is the RIP tour. And that's, that's just incredible because it's a guided tour through um, the whole houses. Uh, And you have two options. You can do either do a private tour. It's just your group, the people that you know, or you do what I would call a public tour. You join a group and it's people you don't necessarily know, but it's less expensive. But uh, you're looking at $249.99 up to $399.99. And you also need to get admission to the park. Um, So if you want the VIP treatment, then the RIP tour is the way to go. Yes. Um, And then Universal has dropped the limited edition Halloween Horror Night 2022 merchandise. So you can get that. that. That's awesome. All right. So that's it. Oh, no, that isn't it. Because then um, there's also the stuff about Epic Universe. Oh, that's always uh, fun. Yeah. So uh, they, it looks like they're going to be do. they've revised their plans a bit. And so now there's going to be four coasters. So four out of the five areas of the park are going to have a roller coaster. And they vary between a kid level roller coaster to one that is an extreme thrill roller coaster. Okay. Um, and the one we definitely know it's happening is the Donkey Kong minecart roller coaster. It's already under construction. They're Ooh. they're working on it in Orlando, and it's basically a duplication of what they uh, are going to do at Universal Studios Japan. So it's opening over there um, in 2024. And then in 2025, it should be ready for Epic Universe Park opening. Um, uh, They're going to be using a new type of technology, uh, according to the Patent Trademark Office, called the Boom Coaster. Boom. Um, The cart is controlled by a hidden track that's underneath what is out on display. So interesting. and what is that uh, will enable them to do is just like in the video game, the minecart that's um, carrying the passengers will look like it's jumping over a gap in the track. Wow. Uh, that's what it's appearing because you just can't see what the minecart is really attached to. Um, do, 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 do. So there's going to be both indoor and outdoor segments. 
um, based upon the unofficial concept model. Uh, the indoor part would be like what you would see at a dark ride scene. But what okay. these scenes are, who we don't, no one knows at this yeah. point. Um, also in Epic Universe is an area which we suspect is going to be based on DreamWorks, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, um, which is so good. Yeah. That's more rumor and speculation. That is an air, the only area in Epic Universe that we definitely know this is happening. This is what it's going to be is the, um, what's that? I just had a brain fart. Oh my goodness. The King Kong roller coaster? Donkey Kong? The Donkey Kong. Yeah. And that's attached to, I'm losing it right now. <laughs> oh, you're good. I haven't even read about Epic Universe. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but okay. So there's only one area that's for sure. They think uh, one of the areas is going to be how to train your dragon and it's going to be a launched steel coaster. Um, and let's see, most of the ride appears to take place outdoors. They've patented, they've, uh, we can see a patent for an animatronic dragon tail. So toothless. yeah, so <laughs> I'm thinking that this, th it doesn't specify what it's a part of, but I'm thinking if they're going to have a how to train your dragon area, that's where this patent would come into play. Um, then in their central hub, there's going to be a dual track racing coaster. Ooh. So they used I, to have they used to have the dueling dragon there, and that's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh it's going to be longer than 5,000 feet. This coaster is going to reach speeds of 60 to 70 miles per hour. Wow. So yeah, real I've been on coasters where it's or attractions that are going like 30 to 40 miles per hour. And I think I'm being launched into outer space. So <laughs> I can only imagine what 60 to I'm like, um, it, it's I'm having a feeling that it's going to be uh, very thrilling. Uh, Mac rides uh, has been very public. They've uh, been on other podcasts uh, and announcing how Universal has ordered a coaster from them worth a double digits in the millions. Wow. So, yeah. So I'm thinking probably if they've already started work uh, behind the scenes at Mac Rides on this multi-million dollar coaster, it's probably this dual track racing coaster that they're playing. I mean, I would think that would be really expensive. I would think so. <laughs> Either way, it's going to be amazing. I mean, Universal does yeah. roller coasters very well. If you've ridden the new VelociCoaster or Hagrid's motorbike, it is amazing. Exactly. And then another area of the park is supposed to be based on the Universal Classic Monsters. Ooh. And uh, of course, it that could change. We don't know because yep. it... All it is is people look at an artist rendering and they come to certain conclusions and possibly their conclusions could be all wrong. 
But <laughs> Roland Mack, the guy behind Mack Rides, discussed additional attractions that Universal has ordered. And he's gotten per they've gotten permits for the land. Um, and it confirms changes for ride supports, for, um, something that was once considered a show space, now has ride supports. So people are now talking that, oh, a classic monsters coaster, because it's in the area that um, is designated for the classic monsters. So that's the rumor when it comes to Epic Universe. I can't wait. Um, I'm excited so about Epic is, Universe in general. It's going to be yeah. great. um so cruise news cruise news here we go and voyages has debuted its newest mermaid meant for the resilient lady which launches in august 2022 according to a press release at the helm of the hundred 10,000-ton vessel is a Latina mermaid designed by oil painter and muralist Jody Herrera. Um, And she was inspired by the Varga ladies painted on the aircrafts of American World War II planes. Virgin Voyages, yeah, Virgin Voyages mermaids are a symbol of individuality and rebellion, the cruise line said. Um, The thing that's important about this as far as i'm concerned is the fact you're talking about representation and when it comes to a lot of these different cruise lines as i'm trying to use their marketing materials it's a lot of white people a lot <laughs> of white people it's very wonderbread um so i think it's great that they incorporated someone with a bit of color the Resilient Lady Mermaid uh, features a red tail and resolute stance inspired by Rosie the Riveter. And uh, Virgin Voyages said that it was on a mission to showcase the global beauty and diversity of its crew and sailors. That's their fancy word for passengers. They can never use like, the same word that everybody else uses. They have to create <laughs> a whole new lexicon. It's okay. They uh, have to be different. They, yeah, that's their whole gig is let's be different. So uh, Resilient Lady is going to set off on her maiden voyage this August. Uh, she's going to hit the water from Athens, offering a series of seven and nine night voyages. Among the ports of coal are Santorini, Rhodes, Mykonos, Catania, uh, Palma de Mallorca, and Lisbon, to name a few. Ooh. I know. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Virgin Voyages is on my list. I have not cruised with them yet, and I they are uh-huh. on my list. Not to mention we're going to Greece, so that's okay, too. Yeah. My list is way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mine too. Uh, and then the next item is crew members who spoke anonymously with Cruise Industry News have said that the quality of food on board their cruise lines has gotten better. I didn't even know that there was a problem. Apparently, I didn't either. All my cruise food has been amazing. Yeah. Well, I I think what this um, item is about is that there's a disparity in how they treat their passengers versus how they treat their crew. Oh, yes. Yeah. And another nice thing that they've done 
is that they've um, allowed them to have some shore leave now. After two years of the pandemic, they get to leave whatever ship they're on. Um, However, with food and shore leave options improving, there is one area that has deteriorated since the resumption of cruising, and that's the internet with limited free hours or caps on data. Now that's something that's true on a Disney cruise. I mean, I'm sorry, but <laughs> the internet, come on, Disney, get with it. <laughs> I don't, I personally did not pay for the Wi-Fi package. I had a, a dear friend and one of our travel agents who she said, I've traveled with you and I know how you are with interruptions from work and messages and everything. And she goes, I strongly advise you not to get the Wi-Fi package. And I, listened to her and I did not get the Wi-Fi package. It was amazing. So I had no connection because I didn't pay for it. Um, <laughs> and to be disconnected for the week was for me, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, next, the new Discovery Princess is officially entering service for Princess Cruises today. Uh, well, actually it was a few days ago, but Who's who's counting? It's probably going to be like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be over a week by the time people hear this. But <laughs> it's uh, going to be delivered in January. The new vessel is debuting on the West Coast, which is really cool since this is the brand spanking new ship. Normally, the West Coast gets the older ships, and for them to get the newest ship. That's really something. So departing from the World Cruise Center in the port of Los Angeles, the ship's inaugural cruise sails to the Mexican Riviera. A seven-night voyage, it features visits to three popular destinations in the region, Cabo San Lucas, Mazatlan, and Puerto Vallarta. Through late April, the 3600 guest vessel offers additional cruises in the region with itinerary sailing to both the Mexican Riviera and the California coast. So that's going on with Princess. Uh, Then in, uh, oh, also, it's going to go up to Alaska. Oh, that's another one on my list, an Alaskan cruise. (laughs) (laughs) leaving from Seattle on May 8th, they're going up to Alaska. Mm, Beautiful. And then you've already talked about the Disney wish. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful things happening there. And let's see, anything else? Oh yeah, Norwegian cruise. It's a big week for Norwegian cruise lines restart as two ships are set to return over the next few days. The Norwegian Jewel and the Norwegian Jade resuming service after a two year pause. The Norwegian Jewel is welcoming guests back in Panama on March 29th. And then I've got a friend, who was on their Norwegian escape when they ran aground in the Dominican Republic and got stuck. He said the passengers were having the time of their life. They uh, were just eating, drinking, and making merry. (laughs) They did not care. They're like, we don't care that we're stuck. They they didn't care. And then also Norwegian was really great uh, in terms of giving them uh, money back. I mean, they got like a hundred percent cruise credit. I mean, they, 
it, it, they treated them right. Uh, but Norwegian Cruise Line has canceled uh, their sailings for their Norwegian escape uh, through April 2nd. At least uh, that's what we know right now. It hmm. could might go even further than that because you know they don't know how so, there was some minor damage that happened by oh, okay. running aground um they got they were they used tugboats to free themselves and um the escape was said to have suffered minor damage from that but uh they'll they'll gut it together it, it'll happen travel happens travel happens travel happens um <laughs> I would like to ask our listeners to help us out. If you'd like to support our little podcast, tell at least three friends about the show, because it really would be nice if someone other than my mother would listen to this show. <laughs> if you copy me in social media posts about this podcast, I'll mention you on a future podcast. All that support is complimentary and it won't cost you a dime. So, Amy, what's happening? Yes. What's going on? What are we talking about this week? So, I want to talk about Run Disney. This is a fantastic event or series of events, if you will. Um, they, pre-pandemic, these used to happen coast to coast. You'd have the runs in Walt Disney World. You would have the runs in Disneyland. You would have the runs over on Castaway Key. So since then, that has not quite returned yet, but the races have all returned to the Walt Disney World Resort. So that's what I want to talk about today. Douglas, you are a runner, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I am not a runner. I will say that. Uh, my husband is oh, wait, a runner. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've seen pictures. So I'm going to call you a runner. No, no. Mm, I am not okay. a runner. I okay. am a run Disney runner. <laughs> I am not a runner. <laughs> okay. What's my husband has, I don't know. 25 pairs of running shoes. He's all into the type of shoe and why you do it and how you do it. Yeah. He's doing, you know. Yeah, I need arch those. support. Yeah, yeah. But I, no, 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 no. I like to run Disney and that is all that I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you do not have to be an elite runner. You don't even have to be a runner to participate in the run Disney events. You can walk the entire thing. If you want to, when it gets to the bigger races, like the marathon and the half marathon, there are time limits. So you have to walk swiftly if you're going to walk. <laughs> but these races are amazing. So there's four of the, as of right now, there's four of them that happen every year. So the first one is the Walt Disney World Marathon event that occurs in January. That is going to be a combination of a 5K a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. So you can do 
one of the races. You can do two of the races. You can do all of the races if you are crazy like my husband and <laughs> you can just, you can have fun with it. Um, then in February is always the princess half marathon weekend. So that is a 5k, a 10k and a half marathon. And this year, which sadly I was not able to experience, but they added sunrise yoga at the castle. Amazing. Like sunrise, sparkle, castle, yoga. How much better can you get? <laughs> right. Then in the springtime, they used to do a big Star Wars race. They haven't brought that back, but lately they're calling it the springtime surprise. So that is actually happening this weekend. Um, that is a 5K, a 10K, and then a 10 miler. And they are also doing sunrise yoga at this race as well. And then the final race of the year happens in November, and that is the wine and dine half marathon weekend. So that is a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon. And for this year, this race, they're even having a post race party. So if you're doing the half marathon, that automatically includes your coverage to the post-race party. If you're only doing the five or the 10, then you got to pay extra for the post-race party. But either way, all of these, they're amazing. They're super fun. There is music and entertainment and characters. And of course, you're running through the park. So they're amazing events. Again, I am not a runner, but and I've run other races. I've done other races here in Nashville. I've done other races around. Nothing is like a run Disney race. Sweet. They are super fun. Um, I have more. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's some fun things just to kind of know and to think about. Um, and this is definitely where your travel agent can come in very handy. But you all, sorry, all of the races definitely are on Disney property. And if you are staying on Disney property, there are perks. So complimentary transportation that will take you there. You don't have to worry about sitting in traffic and how do I do there and where do I park and what do I do? You can do all of those things and we can help you through all of that if you choose not to stay on Disney property. But if you do, there's definitely, definitely benefits for that. You will wake up early. Most of these races start at 5 a.m. Run Disney transportation typically starts around 3 or 3.30 and they want the last bus going out usually by four or four 30, depending on the start of the race. So be ready to eat a nice, healthy dinner the night before go to bed early. Don't drink. Define healthy. What'd you say? Define healthy. <laughs> <laughs> healthy usually is going to be no alcohol, good protein, good carbohydrates. I'm not a nutritionist, so don't take me for word for word on this, but good carbohydrates, good protein, nice and hydrated, stay hydrated the whole week. That's the key. People think, Oh, I just need to drink water during the race. I just need to drink water the day before you stay hydrated constantly. That's going to help your overall running. Same thing with eating. If you continue to eat healthy prior to that, but don't eat a lot of greasy, fatty, yucky, all well, not yucky. They're usually yummy, but all those foods that we love to indulge in are usually not good pre-race foods. <laughs> This is also oh, typically oh. not a race. Will you will get your, will you a PR? You will probably not get your personal best at this race for a couple of reasons. There's a lot of people running this race. And even though you do submit your times and you're supposed to be, you know, in your corrals in order, 
typically there there's people walking in front of you. There's large groups in front of you. There's places where the path narrows. So go into this race with the plan to have fun, not necessarily to PR this race because you might be, you might be disappointed, but go enjoy it. Go enjoy the magic, take pictures with the characters, run through the parks. You get all these amazing sunrise pictures in front of the castle. You get to see the parks even, I mean, you're running at 5am. So half the time it's dark. Um, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful to take all these pictures to stop and just have fun and enjoy, enjoy the magic. Cause it's great. So, uh, part of your descriptions was talking about, uh, racing through the parks, Yes. but do you also get to race through the behind the scenes areas? Yes. At all? So typically these races will start somewhere outside of Epcot, either directly yeah. in the parking lot of Epcot or kind of off to the side. And every race has a different path that they take. Mm -hmm. Um, but typically, yes, you are running, you start outside of Epcot. Um, sometimes you, you go through the backstages and you will run straight into Epcot and run around. Sometimes you'll go on a different path and depending on where you're going, you might go into magic kingdom. You might go into Hollywood studios, but you will go in the back exits, the kind of the cast member exits and things like that, as you're coming into the parks. And typically you will leave that way as well. You do get to run down main street. You do get to see all the fun, the tree, the, the Epcot ball, the, the castle, you get to see all of those things while you're running. Um, but yeah, you do, you get some backstage access. You get to see what the pretty roads look like going through Disney. You see a lot more than you normally would. Uh, what are the crowds are? Well, you were talking about how you start early in the morning. Yeah. Um, are there eventually, are there people on the sidelines of the race course cheering you on? Yes. So even, even if you're starting at 5 a.m., there's, you know, people with family members and things like that will be there to cheer you on. Usually for the 5K and the 10K, mm -hmm. it, it's over and done before the parks even open. It depends on what time they start. It depends on what day that park opens early. Um, so if the parks are open, then yes, all the guests are there. They can cheer you on. They can watch you. But the race is, you know, is blocked off, obviously, to allow the runners. You're not trying to navigate crowds with that. Um, and then even on the course, as you're going between parks, there's, you know, family, friends, you know, there's tons of spectators along the signs that you will see are fantastic. People have all kinds of signs up, um, showing just different things, funny little things to keep you entertained as you go along. Um, and then, yeah, just at the, at the end of the race, especially there's a ton of spectators, there's stands and everything for people to sit on and cheer you on and they have live commentators cheering you across the finish line and it's great very good all right thank you so much amy you're welcome um if running isn't their thing i bet you have a ton of other ideas on how to enhance uh someone's vacation that would be a better fit i do so, yeah so just go to the travel happens website to find out how to reach either of us yep. and you can find that at pod page one word p-o-d-p-a-g-e dot com forward slash travel dash happens and uh all our contact information will be right there for you um if all else fails you can find both of us 
at reachforthemagicdestinations.com. Right? Yes. You're there. I'm there. We're both there. We're good. (laughs) Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with us. Next episode, I will be discussing all about how to travel light. The great thing about that is it works for any type of trip, a Disney trip, a cruise, or an 11-night stay in France. I need to listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't travel light. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's a whole different way of thinking. Uh, Once again, thanks again. Don't forget to reach for the magic. Reach for the adventure.